Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the I Write Irishman podcast for everything Notre Dame football, basketball, and anything regarding Notre Dame in any way uh, in, the, in the sports world. My name is Owen Kohler. Uh, I'm the host of the podcast, and uh, welcome to episode three. Uh, today, I'm going to be talking about the basketball season so far, uh, you know, the struggles that Notre Dame's going through right now. Uh, and just like a little football, just seeing how, how the guys are doing, uh, that aren't on the Notre Dame roster, uh, anymore. So, uh, basketball first. Basketball is going absolutely terribly. I mean, it's embarrassing at this point. You know, I knew it was going to be bad this, this year, but, um, I guess I thought it was going to be this bad, to be honest. It's really bad. It is really, it's really bad. It's really depressing. Um, we are... 345th in the nation in points per game. Uh, and just to remind everybody, uh, that is out of 351 teams. So in Division One uh, men's basketball. So we are sixth to last in the whole country in points per game. It's... <laughs> Isn't that incredible? That's amazing. That's if any. That's an accomplishment. Look at us go. We're sixth in the nation in something. Holy shit! Six and fucking six to last. Are you kidding me? That's that's embarrassingly depressing, bro. Are you serious? I mean, the the only guy that can score double digits every game is Marcus Burton, and and nobody's averaging ten points. Jared Kurnesky is averaging nine point nine points. So. Uh, Everybody on the team sucks. We can't get anything done on offense. We have a good defensive points per game. We're 37th in the country with 65.3 points per game allowed on defense. But that's just because we can't score. And it's literally just because we use up the whole shot clock. We use up all 30 seconds. You know, we get some shot clock violations. We do some turnovers, make some stupid plays. We miss shots. And then the other team just goes down and scores. Um, and then we just take up the whole shot clock again. So we're wasting time and not scoring. Uh, and the other team is uh, just playing basketball and winning because they're better than us. And they're, they're it's not like we play amazing defense. It's that anybody we play can get stuff done. And on the defensive end, they can stop us and they can just play their normal game on offense and just just win by win by ten while scoring sixty five points. While we score uh, uh, our our little tiny uh, sixty two points or something, or less recently, it's at the point where we can't. It's it's a it's a fucking accomplishment when we get above fifty points in a game. We I look at the score and uh, I'm watching the I'm watching the game in the living room, and my my roommate Josh will come in and he after doing some homework or studying or something, and he's like, oh low low scoring game. Never has he said, "Oh, look at that! Uh, it's uh, guys are hitting shots. Look at that! It's uh, sixty to sixty with ten minutes to go, or five minutes to go." No, no, no! It'll be ten minutes to go in the game, and it's gonna be and it's thirty-eight to forty-five for the other team winning. Or Notre Dame hasn't scored in. They've been on a scoring drought for six minutes. Or you know any plethora of things where Notre Dame is behind. And they're not scoring to eventually get ahead. 
you know, it, it's it's absolutely terrible. And it it honestly it, it's not really it's not really um the coaching staff's fault. Uh it's just like the players are bad. The players aren't good. They're not doing what they need to do. They're not making shots, you know. Notre Dame played uh Virginia. Virginia, uh the Cavaliers last night. Um and they honestly they hit shots. They hit some good shots, but just 18 turnovers. It's just the, the worst thing I've ever seen. You know, I mean, I get it's Virginia, you know, it's it's a really good defensive team, but and we I think we put up a solid fight. I think we put up a a good fight for for at Virginia with their defense. I think we played okay. But holy shit, Kevin Jai, Kevin Jai for those of you who don't know, Kevin Jai is Notre Dame's 6'10 center um, who transferred from Penn State to follow our our head coach currently, Micah Shrewsbury, uh, to, to Notre Dame. And Kevin Jai, I've talked about him on previous episodes. He's the worst. He's terrible, man. And I, I swear to God, there was a couple times during the game last night where uh, Kevin Jai had the ball in the post, you know, Virginia's got some big bodies. They're going to stop Kevin Ajay. He's not going to score. He didn't score a single point, actually. He didn't score a single point. And, it, 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 I mean, it, it's not like so – the referees weren't calling anything either. The, there was like 12 free throws shot in the whole games by both teams combined. So uh, it's not like he, – he wasn't getting any calls. Like he was – everybody was getting fouled, but they're not calling anything. Whatever. It's a clean game. But uh, – who cares? Kevin Ajay can't put the ball in the basket. He's not getting free throws. And when he gets free throws, he misses. He gets four rebounds a game. When he's 6'10", he gets four rebounds a game. Five rebounds a game. He's not good. He's not good. I don't understand how you can be this bad when you're six foot ten inches. I, I mean, there's some guys that are 5'7", like my, my good friend Matthew. If, if Ma- Matthew is 5'8", five, 5'7", if Matthew was 6'10", he'd be getting every rebound with the effort he has. Kevin Ajay is not strong enough, he doesn't have enough effort, and he's not a smart basketball player. So, Roper Roper or Kurnesny are chilling in the corner, right? Kevin Ajay's posted up in the post, yeah? Kevin Ajay dribbles the ball a couple times, maybe holds it above his head for a second. He look, swivels his head, swivels his head around. You know, he's, he, he's looking over at the corner, and he sees Roper or Kinesi in the corner, and then he chucks the ball. He chucks the ball way over their head. He just lobs it into the stands. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? I mean, literally just, I know it's an overhead, it's an overhead ball, but, like, come on. You can, oh, oh, just fucking... Mm, over the head, just hit him. I mean, there are guys, there are guys on McNeese State, or or let, let me check this for a second, Pacific University, or St. Francis University, or Bucknell, or Grambling State, or Illinois State. I can I go through all these teams that have smarter basketball players that Kevin Ajay that I would rather have on the team that are gonna hustle for boards. And that are gonna actually play good basketball on defense and op- and offensively. That I-, I would rather have on this team than Kevin Ajay. He's that bad. I would rather have Pacific Universities. Let me let me check on Pacific Universities. Uh, University of the Pacific. My bad. Let me let me check on the University. University of the Pacific. Let, let me check. Let me check out their center. 
right quick because I bet they have like a 6'8", 6'9", center that plays better basketball than Kevin Jai. Let me let me check on this. Let me check this ro- roster for a second. Pacific, the the University of Pacific. Uh, the reason I saw them is because they're on the list of of uh, offensive points per games, points per game, and they're higher than Notre Dame. They're three hundred and thirty second, and Notre Dame's three hundred and fifty forty fifth. So they're better. They're better at scoring the basketball than Notre Dame University in the ACC. They have Burke Smith. A 6'11 junior who averages five points, two rebounds, and half an assist. So, pretty good. Let's see who else they have. They have Makai Richards, who averages two, two, and one. Okay, not very good. But let's let's look at Kevin Ajay. Let's look at Kevin Ajay. Four points, six rebounds, one assist. 32% 32% field goal percentage. Can you believe that? These guys on Pacific are shooting 60%. 60%. 50%. 58%. As centers, he's a center. He's 6'10. He's 6'10. Literally, when we're playing against small teams like, I don't know, Boston College, who only has post, it, when post gets out of the game, Najai can literally stand there. Boop. Just put the ball in the basket. That's all he has to do. You know, I literally I literally don't understand why he doesn't do that. I mean, I know, like, it's hard to play basketball. It's really difficult to play basketball and play it at this level. But Kevin Ajay just, just makes me angry anytime I see him play basketball on the court. Just makes me unbelievably angry. And, you know, same with Matt Zona, you know. Matt Zona, Notre Dame's backup center, is 6'9", 252. He's a fat... He's fatty. He's he's a fat guy. He's not he's not the size that I want him to be. He's not what I want a Notre Dame center to look like. Who I want I want August. Uh, Zach August. Anybody remember Zach August on Notre Dame? He he dominated when Notre Dame used to go to the March Madness year in year out under Mike Bray. You know he was really good, and that's not what I'm seeing out of Mazzona. I, I don't know why Mike Bray recruited him. Maybe because he couldn't recruit anybody else. I mean, his recruiting classes these last few years, I mean, his like last four years of his career, his, his best recruit was J.J. Starling, and he sucks. Anyway, he averages 11 points, what, four assists, five boards or something. Like, even on Syracuse's terrible team, he can't play as well as anybody thought he was going to play. Mr. Five Star, best recruit in Notre Dame history. By the way, so you know, whatever you know, even if we had a, uh, if we had, so let's say we have Kevin Ajay and Madzona as our size guys, I'd be fine with it if we had shooters everywhere that were laying down shots, but we just don't have it. We don't have that at all. Logan Imes can't shoot. Julian Roper can shoot when he wants to on occasion. I mean. The dude, he's, he, he turns over the ball a lot as well. Brandon Shrewsbury is just catching on fire. I mean, I don't know why he's, why Logan Imes started above Brandon Shrewsbury last night. That was ridiculous. But, 
I mean, Marcus Burton, he can hit a couple of shots. He's been hitting threes recently, actually. You know, Kerry Booth isn't doing what we need him to do. He's our other size guy. He's 6'10", but he's like, he's 203. He's a, he's a fucking toothpick. So, I mean, I don't really, I really don't know what to do. I really don't know what to do with the basketball team. You know, it's, it is what it is. I knew we were, we were going to be bad. Everybody knew we were going to be bad. We were placed second to last, last in the ACC by basically everybody. You know, Louisville's down there with us. Everybody saw that coming. But I just wish that I just wish. Okay, this is what I this is what I this is what I wish. You know, we're we're as bad as I thought we were gonna be. But, but I mean. I wish we would play worse defense so that we could get more shots up and score more. You know, I wish we would play worse defense so that they could score quicker and then we come back and we score and then they they take off on their lead or whatever. They could go up 15 points. I don't want to lose these games by 10 and 12, 8, 7. I don't want to lose these these games like this. It's just it's just so depressing to watch. Would when the team puts up a fight and just nothing, we we can't finish it out because we can't put the ball in the basket. <sighs> Looking to the future though, Sir Muhammad. You know we talked. I talked about it. I talked about that with Braden uh, in my last episode. You know, we've got guys coming in that are gonna produce for the team, and they're gonna have to because. We need to. We need more production out of everybody on the roster right now. Even Marcus Burton. I mean, he is the most efficient. He has the most usage rating, uh, uh, in in of all freshmen in D one right now. So we're using him so much that he he can't he can't handle all that pressure. So Tay Davis is bumming me out. Can't score. Can play defense sometimes. Sometimes he just. They just rim run, rim run right past him. So I really don't know what to do about that. But um, you know what? It, it is what it is. Again, like you know, I'm getting tired thinking about how bad this team is. You know, I, I we haven't been good in, in a few years. F- like f- haven't been in the tournament since 2021. Yeah, I guess we were in uh, Blake Wesley years. Went to the tournament, had won a couple games. Those were the days, man. Those were the days. So I thought JJ Starling was gonna be that next guy for us, but I guess not. Hmm. Whatever. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. We're looking forward to football. You know, we're looking forward to football. You know, apparently Riley Leonard had some ankle surgery um, uh, over the winter not too long ago, a couple weeks ago. Um, so, I guess I guess I guess he's will be, be fine though. He'll be here for spring training, spring practice. So uh, he'll just miss a couple of winter workouts. I don't know why it's a big head. I I don't know why they're freaking me out with this headline that Riley Leonard's like a surgery. I don't want to see surgery in a headline with our next starting quarterback. It's just not something I want to see ever, ever. But you know, whatever, whatever. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. He's he'll be fine. He'll be back for spring practice. He'll play in the blue gold game. 
which which I'm looking forward to watching. Blue Gold game is sometime in March, I think, or May. Uh, don't quote me on that, but yeah, it's uh, it's looking up for the football season. You know, we got guys like Cam Hart, Maris Leifau, these guys at the uh, at the Reese Senior Bowl. Um, which, if if anybody of you don't know what the Reese Senior Bowl is. It is a place where uh, graduating seniors from college go um, to play in a bowl game against other graduating seniors um, to to improve their draft stock uh, before the draft coming up. Um, and Cam Hart is apparently jumping off the jumping off the um, jumping off the pages for his for his frame. You know, he's six two. He's got a huge wingspan. Uh, people love that the way he plays defense, and uh, everybody's now just now noticing that nobody threw his way when he was at Notre Dame. That's why his stats aren't where you would want them to be, or they don't. They, the stats aren't what they jump off the page. His physical stature is what jumps off the page. Um, you know, we saw that with Kyle Hamilton too. I mean, his stats were pretty good too, better than Cam Hart's, but. What teams really liked was was the way that Kyle Hamilton looked. You know, he's got those long arms. He's a big, tall guy. He's like six five or something. He's really tall. He's like a basketball player out there playing safety. It's insane. And by the way, Kyle Hamilton went crazy uh, in in their playoff game against the Chiefs. He played. He was the best player on the field uh, on defense, at least. Um, whenever he was out there, he was he tried his best. Whenever they put him on Travis Kelsey, they never th- they didn't throw Travis Kelsey's way. You know, I guess he caught that touchdown. Uh, Travis Kelsey caught that touchdown. Caught that touchdown on Kyle Hamilton. But other than that, you know, whenever Kyle Hamilton wasn't on Travis Kelsey, they really just threw his way, and Travis Kelsey went wherever he wanted. Um, but he played really well. Drew Tranquil on the Chiefs, linebacker, former linebacker for Notre Dame, linebacker on the Chiefs. He led the team in solo tackles. You know, same as Kyle Hamilton. He's he's a really good player. He's you know, you know he's a he's kind of becoming a veteran now. You know, played a couple of years at the at the Chargers. Got some good production there. Um, he he's really doing well for the Chiefs. I'm excited to see watch him in the Super Bowl um, against the Niners. You know, Aaron Banks, former Notre Dame uh, offensive guard on the Niners. Uh, I saw him make a couple good blocks I guess in some replays you know offensive linemen don't really get any good stat stat lines or anything crazy like that so but it's gonna be cool to watch them play um I really wish the Lions would have won because some more the Aquara brothers would have been in the Super Bowl you know Brandon Joseph's on that team um former Notre Dame safety um you know John Daly the long snapper who went to Notre Dame for uh, who plays for the Lions, um, but I mean, it was a good year for Notre Dame football players in the NFL. You got guys like Kyron Williams uh, coming out of nowhere, um, and I saw I always saw this coming. You know, Kyron Williams was just so good on Notre Dame. He played he played his heart out every time he touched the ball, um, and I knew that he the the Rams were getting a steal. Um, in the fifth round, when they fifth or sixth round, when they drafted him, a, co- a year, a couple years ago, so he had a breakout season. I think he's gonna be uh, he's gonna be consistent back in the NFL for a while, and I'm really happy to see that. I'm really happy to see him grow into that role that he's found on the Rams. Um, 
Oh, that's an exciting young team, you know, with Pukunakua and all and uh, Pukunakua in them. So um, you know, it's it's good to see. It's good to see guys like that doing well. And I'm gonna be, I'm excited to just watch Cam Hart in the NFL too, because I think he's gonna be a starter right when he gets in the league. He's gonna be a round two, round three pick, I think, just because he's is such a good frame. He's six two. He's gonna be. He's gonna be. He's a really good cover corner. He's really good at man coverage. He's a physical guy. I think he. I think. I think he'll get drafted uh, pretty early in the draft. Probably not for. Definitely not first round talent. But it, it is what it is. You know, at this point. So, um, Maris Leofile is playing playing well. You know, he's not getting as many um, headlines as Cam Hart is, but. You know, it's fine. It, uh, he apparently he's he's projected to go like third, fourth round, which he definitely doesn't have the stats for that. And at times I saw that on the field, but whatever, whatever. It's 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 gonna be cool to see him get drafted earlier than I thought. Um, but I guess he's playing well. Uh, nothing about Sam Hartman in that. I don't care at this point. Let him get. I don't think he's gonna get drafted. I hope he doesn't get drafted, you know. Maybe it'll get a shock to his, to his confidence. You know, he's too confident for me. He's too confident for me. I'm going to say that. He's too confident. He's too confident for the way he played this year. You know, all the ladies drool over Sam Hartman, and I'm not one of those guys to be like, uh, to hate on guys that get a lot of attention from, from women. But, I mean, come on. He sucks. Let's Let's be real. He's not good. So... Start loving on Riley Leonard. You know he uh, he he's not 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 a terribly uh, unattractive guy. Start drooling over him. He's gonna be great. He's gonna be fantastic. Uh, Steve Angeli. He was really good in the bowl game. Start start slobbering over him. You know uh, they've got guys that are that are gonna be better players than Sam Hartman. I think that I really think people should be. I I'm throwing my support behind those guys. Um, I'm abandoning Sam Hartman. Uh, yeah, go fuck off in the in the USFL for a while, um, and then retire and be a be a car salesman for the rest of your life. I think that's what he's gonna do. So, you know, it is what it is. We're good. We're good. It's all good. Football season is gonna be good. Basketball season. You know what? I might not watch all the rest of the games. It is what it is, you know. That's just the that's just where we at. That's just where we're at at the moment. Notre Dame is seven and fourteen in basketball, second to last in the ACC, soon to be last in the ACC. Got a rough schedule coming up. We've got Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh at Duke, home against Virginia Tech, who's better than Notre Dame for sure. The Virginia Tech should beat Notre Dame. Uh, we beat Georgia Tech at, at Georgia Tech, so we should beat them. We should beat Louisville at Louisville. You know, we're going to lose a lot of games, more games. We're going to lose our next two. I have no hope. It's fine. We're going to move on. I'm just already thinking about next season. We're going to have a great year next year. We're going to be, like, middle of the middle of the ACC, have a – Okay, win a couple games in the ACC tournament, and then barely miss the um, March Madness. So, I'm excited to see that next year. It's gonna be a big improvement. Um, and uh, I'm gonna wrap it up there.
So, uh, catch you guys on the next episode. Maybe after the Duke game. Uh, after the Duke game next Friday or something. Uh, next Wednesday. I'll, I'll just... Next Thursday. We'll be in the next episode. Alright. So, I'll see you guys later. Uh... On on Thursday after Notre Dame is seven and sixteen last in the ACC so catch you then see ya.